Good morning. Having a child with autism can be an isolating thing. Their sensory processing disorder can make a trip to a noisy playground or gym just overwhelming. But this weekend, there's a couple from Lansdowne opening a gym that can change that. For Wednesday, February 21st, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Anjali and Manish Gulati, a couple from Lansdowne, had been searching the D.C. area for years for a place they could give their son a safe place to be himself while playing. Their son has autism, and they were looking for a place where he could play, improve his motor skills, and find a community, but they couldn't find anything. Then, a couple of years ago, they stumbled upon a website for We Rock the Spectrum, a franchise of gyms designed specifically for kids with autism and other special needs. They said it was perfect. This week, the Gulatis are opening a We Rock the Spectrum gym in Sterling. The grand opening is 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. this Saturday. The gym is at 22446 Davis Drive. The first floor of the space has been transformed into a sensory-based gym with several swings, a climbing wall, a trampoline, and a 40-foot zip line. It's all designed to help children work on their motor skills and strength while not overloading their senses. The second floor, which was designed with teens in mind, has a ping-pong table, dartboard, and couches and tables where they can play board games, meet with a tutor, or just hang out. There are no screens in the gym. It's designed to encourage kids to socialize. There's also another large room that can be reserved for events like birthday parties, and Anjali said there are already groups talking about holding modified yoga and Zumba classes there. With George Washington University's Ashburn campus delving into cutting-edge autism research, Loudoun is becoming a destination for families with children with autism, and the Gulatis want the We Rock the Spectrum gym to be another piece of that puzzle. In Loudoun County alone, about 2,000 public school students receive services for autism. The Gulatis have already had calls and visits from families in Loudoun, Fairfax, and Prince William eager for the gym to open. A family from Quantico, a 45-mile drive, has already reserved space for a birthday party there Sunday. And the Gulatis' two kids have been testing out the equipment all month ahead of opening day. Their son, Kushal, says it's great. Again, the gym is at 22446 Davis Drive in Sterling. You can learn more at WeRockTheSpectrumLoudon.com, and you can go to LoudonNow.com slash Morning Minute to check out the whole story. In other news, we really thought we might get some help from Richmond this time. I guess I just never learn. It looks like Loudon might spend at least one more year short one judge. Despite a study by the National Center for State Courts that found Loudon needs another judge, and despite having a person ready for the job, a key House of Delegates committee has decided not to give us back funding for a fourth Loudon Circuit Court judge 
the General Assembly took away last year. Okay, some background. Loudoun's legal community pushed for several years to create a fourth seat on the Loudoun Circuit Court bench because of the circuit's heavy and complex caseload. They finally got approval in 2015, but we've never actually had four judges because of retirements and last year's funding cut. The Senate Appropriations Committee last year relied on a study from 2013 to conclude that Loudoun could make do without a fourth judge. There happened to be a vacancy just because of the timing of a retirement, and they took the funding away in the Senate version of the state budget, and it just never came back. Loudoun is actually approved for a fourth judge, but we just don't have the funding for it. The Loudoun Bar Association had already nominated Leesburg attorney Alex LeVay for the job, and he's been declared qualified by the General Assembly. He was just about set to take the job when the funding for it disappeared. Since then, the circuit court has tried to get by with three judges and keep people from having to wait too long for their day in court or letting legal matters get too bogged down. The court has been relying on a platoon of substitute judges rotating through. Then, later last year, there was a glimmer of hope when a report by the National Center for State Courts concluded that Virginia needs 28 more judges in its circuit, district, and juvenile and domestic relations courts, including one in the 20th Circuit, which is the one that serves us here in Loudoun. Then, more good news when outgoing Governor Terry McAuliffe proposed funding that seat in the next biennial budget. But this week, the House Appropriations Committee took that money back out, while funding six other circuit court judgeships across the state. Still, there's a chance. The money is still in the Senate's version of the budget bill this time. The Senate and the House will vote on each of their proposed budgets Thursday, tomorrow, and then the differences will have to be hammered out in conference committee by leaders from each chamber. Another Leesburg attorney, Senator Jennifer Wexton, said she's not sure whether it will survive conference committee, but the Loudoun delegation is doing everything it can. A third Leesburg attorney and a former delegate, Randy Minshew, said it's very ironic that the House Appropriations Committee is also proposing to expand funding for drug courts, something Loudoun supervisors and judges have been pushing for, but which they have also said is impractical without a fourth seat on the bench. Okay, a drug court. Backing up, from 2004 to 2012, some Loudoun drug offenders got a chance to avoid jail time after violating probation by going instead to an intensive outpatient treatment program. Offenders would be under intensive supervision and mandatory treatment, and if they fell off the wagon, they could wind up back in jail. But the program at that time had few participants, and in 2012, the Board of Supervisors voted to end it. Now, the new board is looking at starting a new program, learning from the lessons of the last one. The judges of the 20th Circuit signed off on a letter that said, while we don't believe a drug treatment court is necessarily precluded if a fourth judge is not funded, the scope of the drug treatment court may have to reflect the more limited judicial resources available to preside over and manage this special docket. Anyway, tomorrow, supervisors are scheduled to talk about setting up a drug court advisory committee, which is the first step in setting up a new drug court. I expect this will probably come up in that conversation. Let's talk about someone else in Leesburg. Eric Bird has gotten himself situated right in the heart of business development in Leesburg. He has been elected chairman of the town's Economic Development Commission. He comes to the job with two years of experience as the Small Business Development Center manager and lead business advisor at the Mason Enterprise Center and the experience of being a small business owner here in town. He's taking over as the commission is going through some turnover. One of its seats has been vacated because its former occupant, Josh Thiel, has been elected to the town council. 
Bird is taking over for Jim Sisley, another local business owner and a member of the County Planning Commission, who has said he plans to step down from the commission when his term is up at the end of the year. And there's been some talk among commission members about some others possibly stepping down. Bird said he'd like to get any turnover that's going to happen done so they can have a full commission in March. And with a full commission, he'd like to focus on practical, achievable projects, be a liaison between the town's business community and government, and try to have their finger on the pulse of what's going on in Leesburg business. And the Percival Town Council is looking at plans for a bike park. Last week, the council talked about a proposal to build a bike park and a pump track on a vacant portion of the 41-acre Besham Sins Wastewater Facility property off Telegraph Springs Road. The entire project could be completed by 2021 and would cost nearly $650,000. A pump track, for those of us who are at best enthusiastic amateur bikers, is an off-road course for bicycles featuring banked turns designed to allow the circuit to be completed by the momentum of riders up and down body movements rather than by pedaling. This isn't the first time a park of this sort has been proposed in Percival. From 2011 to 2012, a group called the Percival Skate Project worked to get a skate park built at the corner of Hearst Road and Route 287. Once handling the planning and funding got too complex, though, the group's volunteers lost control of the project. But that group's former president has been working with the town's Parks and Recreation Advisory Board on an idea to possibly add a skate park to the proposed bike park. It may go without saying that some young people in Percival feel like they don't really have anything to do in town. No action was taken at last week's meeting, but the council decided to bring it back up while it's working on its capital improvement plan, and that work begins Wednesday, today. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On the Get Out of Loudon calendar, tomorrow evening, there will be a lecture on the African-American community of Sterling, presented by the Sterling Historical Heritage and Preservation Committee. Donna Bohannon, Richard Noakes, and Reverend Gregory Spurlock will tell a tale of the history of Eastern Loudoun, focusing on African Americans from the end of the Civil War to the 21st century in communities like Noakesville and Oak Grove. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudoun.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, put a fresh tip on your soldering iron and burn the message, listen to the Morning Minute into a piece of toast and pretend it's a miracle to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day. It is very important that you put a fresh tip on the soldering iron for that because a lot of solder has lead in it and you really don't want that on your toast.